everyone, welcome to another episode of Countdown to Infinity, an Avengers podcast. I know we made it sound like it was all over. We even played that really sad song on the last episode from Avengers Endgame. Um, but this is our listener mail episode. We had asked for you guys to uh, let us know your thoughts on Avengers Endgame. Um, some of you guys called uh, and left a message. We got messages from around the world. Um, and then some of you guys sent us some um, messages through our email, and we are going to read some of those. We only had time for uh, for the ones that we're going to go through, but thank you so much for everyone uh, who did participate. And um, quite honestly, some of you guys asked uh, questions for John or Andrew. They aren't here with me because they hate me now. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, so a little bit of behind-the-scenes stuff. Oh! If this is your very first podcast ever, there's a lot of episodes you should listen to, but uh, this is Countdown to Infinity. We're an Avengers podcast. We listen to every... Sorry. I guess we did listen, but also we watched every single Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, and I guess for the past two years I've been talking about the the heroes, some a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, trivia games. There's a, there's a whole lot that we did, and it all led up to Avengers Endgame. Um, so listen to all those episodes, but this is a very special listener mail episode for Avengers Endgame. A lot of you have already seen it, um, and we haven't really asked for a lot of specific favorite moments yet, uh, because we know some people haven't, but so this is going to be filled with spoilers because a lot of these people have seen it. Um, so we're going to go through some of the things that you guys brought up and, and the reviews that you had. We'll play some of those messages on this very special episode. Um, if you do have questions or things you want us to talk about, uh, we might record another episode here soon. Sorry, that's my dog. He's the only person who wanted to be on this podcast this week. Um, but uh, uh, if, if you have questions or things that you want us to talk about or maybe things that we didn't talk about on our review... Um, go ahead and, and, and follow us on at Delphin Pod on all the social media and let us know. Um, we read all of those, or you can email us at info info at delphinpod.com um, with any of the things that you think we've missed or or things you want us to talk about. Uh, there's so much that have that has happened already just since the movie came out a week ago. Um, it, uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth looks like he's signing on to Phase Four of. The Avengers or the Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. That's exciting. Hopefully we see more of him. Um, Scarlett uh, Johansson is now a producer of her Black Widow film, which is exciting because no one knows that character better than than she does. Um, and, of course, Avengers Endgame has already made $1.4, $1.5 billion, and it's only been out for a week, breaking all of the records. Um, I was also just listening to the Russo Brothers uh, at a thing uh, that, uh, yeah, I was just, uh, and and these guys are so exciting to follow, and the things that they've been able to do in the MCU is amazing, and they got to kind of provide some insight on um, the way that it works behind the scenes with the producers, and so there's a lot to talk about, especially in this next phase, considering that even though the Marvel Cinematic Universe is humongous, and Marvel Studios is now one of the most powerful studios under Disney, they still push the envelope and change 
basically filmmaking for a lot of these directors who come and sign on to one of their movies. So there's really exciting things in store for them. Um, again, we're not sure if this podcast is going to continue fully. Uh, we are, we, we're actually accepting ideas. If you have any ideas of what you want to hear from this podcast, let us know that um, uh, the idea to have this second season go character by character in preparation for Endgame, that came from a listener. So another season of this podcast might be coming from one of you guys um, here soon. So guys or gals. So let us know what you what you want from a, maybe another season. Uh, we've heard Disney+. Plus, We've heard a bunch of other stuff. Um, but again, we have a Game of Thrones podcast countdown to spring. Revenge of the Sequel, where we talk about sequels. So there's a lot of other good stuff too. But without further ado... Let's open up the mailbag. What I'm going to do is I'm going to play the very first voicemail, and we'll talk about it afterwards. So here's the first voicemail. Hey, Delphi Pod. This is Camilla. Uh, I live in Tampa, Florida. Just watched Endgame last night, uh, Thursday night. I was in awe and speechless after I left the movie theater. Um, bawled my eyes out. Couldn't, you know, couldn't resist the tears, couldn't resist the surge of emotions. I will say not all the tears were sad of sadness. I was very happy and I was just, I couldn't believe what I was seeing when uh, the last hour, uh, the battle scene happened in Endgame. But I just loved the movie. It was epic. It was incredible. It was everything I expected and even more. Um, I loved the way things ended. I loved the way that most characters ended their um their run i liked how in the beginning you know thanos immediately died which made it so much better you know it made like not us the audience not knowing what's going to happen and let everything be out there you know you didn't know what was going to happen you had all the theories literally went out the out the window because nobody knew what was going to happen after that especially since the thanos died so early on um i will say though uh uh, the first half felt really long, um, unfortunately, but I don't think it was anything big because the ending really made up for it. I think the uh, long ending was necessary for such amazing things to happen and for things to lead up and for us to really get to know the characters, the six OG Avengers, you know? Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm just in love with this movie. Going to watch it again on Sunday. Going to watch it a few more times because I feel like if there's so many things I have to see, so many things I have, to, so many emotions I have to feel again and experience one more time. But yeah, um, I will say though, I hope we all can come to conclusion or in uh, agreement that without the rat, this would have never happened. So shout out to that rat because they literally saved all the um, the the characters and the superheroes and just yeah, the MCU. Thanks, guys. Camilla, I definitely agree with you on several of the points that you made. Um, it was so amazing to see. Uh, Thanos die so quickly. A lot of people thought that that was stupid, but I feel like if you thought about this movie as much as we did, the majority of our theories were based on who was going to kill Thanos, how was Thanos going to die, and at the end of the day, it just wasn't as important as what the Avengers were going to do to fix their mistake. And killing Thanos in the very beginning meant that if you thought that it was just as easy as finding him and killing him, you were wrong. There was a lot more that had to go into it, just plot-wise and story-wise. It also gave us uh, some really cool moments where Thor, you know, goes for the head this time, or sorry, goes for the arm, um, which was which was kind of funny, a callback to Infinity War. Um, but yeah, so really fantastic. And if you think about 
Yeah, I mean, I don't want to spoil other movies, but there are other movies that have something like that where uh, something really big happens in the beginning and you have, you're left wondering, well, what's going to happen now? Um, really fantastic. And then, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about this fantastic plot point about killing Thanos in the beginning, but you brought up another good point, which is the rat. And, the, and I'm not sure. I'm, I'm sure we're going to find out more What since the movie is going to be out longer and longer. We'll be able to talk to the people who wrote it and the Russo brothers again. But yeah, it seems like that rat is the person, sorry, not the person, the character that saves uh, the entire universe. And I, I've seen some really funny memes about that rat. And I just want to say, if that rat is listening, thank you so much, rat. Rat, rat, if you're listening, thanks, rat. Uh, then you know that doesn't mean it's not a blanket thanks to all rats i will still put out rat poison uh in my own home but for that one rat in san francisco i hope you're doing well and i hope that you know that you saved the universe and i know that you're going to have your own standalone movie i really want that rat to have a standalone movie i guess there's already ratatouille but this would be one of the other rat films that we want to have made Oh boy, we'll write it. Um, here's another voicemail. It's starting right now. Hey, this is Bobby Shores. Uh, I just saw Avengers Endgame, and it was nothing like I was expecting. I thought I knew what was going to happen. It was an emotional roller coaster. It was great. Uh, I would recommend everyone go and see it. It was three hours went by so fast. Great movie. I could not say anything better about it. Bobby, we definitely agree. It it sounds insane that so much of the news coverage for this movie was how are you going to survive a three hour long movie when are you going to pee have you ever done anything for three hours without peeing the answer is yes we spend a lot of time doing things without peeing um but uh that sounds that sounded super weird uh but yes this movie flew by so quickly i feel like there were moments where we definitely had to slow down um and talk about you know, these different characters, where they are, the motivations behind their actions, um, especially with that five-year jump to see where everyone was dealing with the grief of losing everyone and who felt the most responsible, which the answer was everyone. Um, but it definitely didn't feel as long as the runtime was. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a much longer movie out there. I was listening to the Russo brothers talk about how they sometimes in their TV days, if it was running over, they would cut a frame or two frames from a bunch of other scenes. Um, but that that meant that they didn't really need to cut entire scenes from the movie. Of course, I'm sure there's some deleted scenes somewhere, but um, they're so smart and so good about making sure that they are are filming the thing that they need and making sure that thing that they need fits into the movie. Um, so I don't know if there is a longer Russo brother cut. Um, hashtag release the, 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 the Russo cut, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, but if there was a much longer film, I would definitely still watch it. I, I, especially since we know how this movie ends, you want to savor the moments for the characters who may not honestly be around much longer. But uh, I'm, I, I definitely agree. It moved by super quick. Here's another voicemail. Hey guys, it's Ben from Canada, and I really wanted to talk about the Avengers Endgame. It was a really great movie, and I can't believe what happened at the end. So the sorrow, and it was quite funny at times. Uh, it was my favorite Marvel movie of all time. So, yeah, I can't believe how I'm going to die. It was very, very tragic. 
So, that was my review, and that was a really good movie. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you so much, Ben, from Canada. Listen, I I know a lot of people are ranking this really high on their list of MCU movies, and I agree, it's up there. Um, If you are judging it on just the cultural significance of what it means to have a movie that has a 10-year buildup, kind of like a TV finale, this is definitely up there. For a lot of people, it... Just singular movie-wise, they still have Guardians up there, Infinity War up there, um, Civil War, Black Panther. So uh, I, I definitely agree. It's one of my top five Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. We may actually get the guys in and rank it. I know that this is not Andrew's favorite MCU movie. I don't know. I, I don't think this is John's favorite MCU movie. I feel like if you're talking about just significance, I feel like the battle sequence at the very end of this film puts this at the very top of of one of the most climactic moments in the whole MCU. Uh, but yeah, it'd be really interesting. Um, here's another voicemail. Hey, this is Ben from Netherlands again. Um, I'm talking I'm calling for the for the review for Endgame, and uh, I just want to say that this is the ending that. We had more waiting for everything in this movie made you feel that it was time well spent watching all of the previous movies. And the cinema, the movie didn't feel like three hours at all. After an initial phase of depression, mimicking the audience's actual feels after Infinity War, the movie kicks off with some funny scenes. Uh, I can do this all day. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. That was a good one. And some good action scenes. Uh, the movie hits the emotional notes first with the scene on uh, on Vormir. And we all know what's going to happen. What's going to have to happen? We all know what's going to happen when they when they set the set for Vormir. And since they don't know, we don't hop They don't know, and they stretched the scene so long that you really didn't know what would happen. And when it happened, it was still a shock. And then when when finally Thanos came down. And he beat up Thor and Cap and Iron Man, and, and even shattering Iron Man, uh, Captain America's shield. I thought this is it. Infinity War knocked me right off my balance, and I know that bad things happen now. So everything could happen, and I forgot that everything, that everyone that disappeared in the first movie had actually come back. So when that happens, everything was epic. It was totally epic. Nice. All the way from the Netherlands, Ben. I I do have to say that your voicemail cut off towards the end, so I know you had a lot more to say, but from what I heard, it definitely spot on. Incredibly epic movie. Um, you brought up, uh, I believe, Scarlet Witch, uh, who did have a really insane a moment with Thanos. And I think if you choose all of the Avengers, which of these would have a natural moment with Thanos? Uh, Thanos? I said that like anus. <laughs> with anus. With Thanos. Uh, Thanos or Thanos? I don't even know anymore. I. It's like the word that you say so much and now you don't even know if you're saying it right. But... Um, but yeah, of all the Avengers who was, was supposed to have a really good moment with Thanos, I think Scarlet Witch is definitely up there. I mean, he took away... Vision from her, and it was a really big part of Infinity War. So to see her using her power to take down um, Thanos, at least for a moment before, because and and this is one of the other big things that if you ever hear the Russos talk, the Russo brothers talk about Thanos. Thanos is strong, 
but he's also really smart and not just smart as in, you know, I know what to do. It's not like chess, but just in battle smarts. He knows when to, um, you know, initiate the missile attack. He knows, and this is one of the reasons why he was able to beat up Thor in the beginning of Infinity War, was he just knows how to anticipate the next move or how to think really quickly on his feet. And we see that not just with Scarlet Witch, but the battles with Captain America that and Thor and Iron Man that happens in this, um, and the battle with Captain Marvel using the Power Stone uh, very quickly. So we see a lot of Thanos's cunning ways of winning a fight uh, throughout this film as much as it happened in Infinity War. And that's what's really special about the way this movie ended. And the person that actually took down Thanos wasn't the strongest Avenger. It was just one of the smartest Avengers in Iron Man. And that's always something that Iron Man has um, throughout the MCU when he realizes that, well, Captain uh, America might be a little bit stronger than me, or Spider-Man seems like he's a little bit more powerful or has something different than me is he he's still a, one of the smartest avengers um i don't even want to i don't want to say he's the smartest because i'm not a hundred percent sure i'll have to watch him all again but he used what what uh he had and and that was his his wit combined with apparently this really new fantastic iron man suit who's designed just to get rid of the a gauntlet, take it from Thanos. I'm going to read some of the thoughts that you guys emailed us. This is from Elisa Bank. Oh, Elisa. I don't want to say your last name, just in case you don't want it. Um, one of the cool things, Elisa, I don't know if this is true, but I feel like you met the Russos last week and let us know. Yeah, uh, message me back if that's true, because that's insane. Um, but she wrote, I loved, loved, loved this movie. It paid off all the movies in such a satisfying way. I left wondering about New Gamora and what ended up happening to her since she wasn't seen after the battle. Really fantastic point. Erasing back to the future time travel theories is quite difficult. I am trying to wrap my head around Banner's breakdown, trying to remember what Nebula killing her younger self why it doesn't erase her from the present. Lots and lots of tears and jeers for this one. I have never been this hyped up in a movie before. I was literally screaming like I was at a basketball game. I am trying to keep this short, so let me wrap this up. The last epic moment I will mention is the Ancient One's conversation with Hulk when she said, you're five years early, when he asked about Doctor Strange. It was super epic to me, not sure why. In any case, I love their exchange and the fact that it appeared she knew what was coming. Can't wait to hear your review. So glad I found your podcast bang so let's just go through some of the things that you talked about so the first thing you talked about of course other than loving it and it being a huge payoff is new gamora and we talked about this we kind of speculated on this on one of the episodes that we put out we released three episodes last week but new gamora is so exciting because it resets a love story that was important to the guardians of the universe sorry guardians of the galaxy uh team and 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 I I really felt like when Gamora died in Infinity War that it was fine because her story was sort of wrapped up Quill loved her she loved Quill and for her to come back and this is kind of something that I notice in sitcoms a lot and shows is when the love interests uh, find each other and not just find each other finally are happy and get married or are together the show never works as well because that tension is gone and that tension just got brought back uh, for whatever Guardians Volume 3 stuff happens with James Gunn, of course, after he makes Suicide Squad. And that's what's really cool about these Marvel movies and these superhero movies is because of 
these really cerebral, like other dimensions, bringing people back to life, clones, like the sci-fi element of these Marvel movies is amazing because it, it has an ability that, for example, The Office doesn't have. And that is, it can reset things. Like Jim and Pam together, they finally got together. I mean, I'm not saying The Office was bad ever. I love The Office. But once they were together, there wasn't that tension anymore. They actually reintroduced it in the last season. But in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they don't have to have uh, an incredible grounded tension. They can just have a clone. Or they can, like what we did here, we had someone from another dimension. Speaking of dimensions, I feel like one of the biggest uh, hurdles for people who watch a lot of these movies is the time travel. And you're talking about Banner's breakdown. Um, erasing back to the future time travel theories is quite difficult is what you wrote. And it sounds like the ancient one uh, talks about, and she was in your favorite scene, but the ancient one talks about how uh, changing something in the past doesn't change the future that you're in. It just creates another alternate future, which is insane because it, and, and I think bringing back the stones realigns them. So it it is very interesting, is what I will say. Uh, partially because we don't time travel realistically. Our ideas of time travel are actually based a lot in pop culture. So I think that's funny that they talked about uh, Back to the Future and all of these other hot tub time machine. Uh, because we don't time travel now, we get to set those rules. I think the MCU is making their own rule. And I think in their time travel rule book, and which really isn't that, that different from the comic book rule book, if you think about Marvel, there's a Marvel Ape series, there's Marvel Zombies, there's other dimensions, which are totally outlandish. But it sounds like they are, all that we saw happen in this movie is we took infinity stones from another from a past so that it could change the future in one dimension so it may, honestly there there might be a dimension out there where they never get the infinity stones so i have no idea i i was going to ask for you guys to uh, let us know what you think but that might be a really long message i'm going to read one more review before we end this episode again thank you for everyone even if we didn't read get to your review or your voicemail thank you everyone from around the world and it really is from dozens of countries who are responding to our call for their thoughts uh, this is from richie he says, greetings, and this is also the first time I'm reading this, so hopefully it's not mean to us. Um, the, this is from Richie. Greetings, Andrew, John, and Emmanuel. Here are my thoughts on Avengers Endgame. The directors and writers did everything they needed to do rather than everything they may have wanted to do. Interesting. It concluded characters' arcs and didn't drag on and on. It had action, comic book references, and humor. My God, did it have some great humorous moments. I'm just going to pause right here. I definitely agree. I was listening to the producer of Triple X, Con Air, and he was saying that the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies may be some of the best comedies of the last 10 years. And if you stop and if you think about the best comedies of the last 10 years, I definitely agree with him. Because not only is there action, but they go out of their way to humanize these characters and to not take themselves too seriously um, and to joke and people like Taika Waititi, James Gunn, some of these filmmakers, I mean, even the Russo brothers came from comedy, they, they're from community. So I, I think it's really fantastic that these filmmakers find moments of levity, levity because it's really important to not just the story, but to these characters, because the humans like us, when we go through something really serious, 
a lot of times we make jokes, or a lot of times we're laughing the next day. Um, and I feel like that's something that they can reference in these films. And not only that, but just make them different and make them something really new and not too serious. Um, I'm going to read the rest of his review. Even though the time travel at first was garbled, oh, sorry, even though the time travel stuff at first was garbled, just like I just garbled it, I didn't feel the need to obsess over its validity, which we just talked about. Uh, they even joked about how time travel doesn't make sense anyway, so fuck it. Again, we're referencing pop culture for a lot of this time travel stuff. Guess what? The Avengers um, and and all the MCU, it's pop culture, so they can create their own rules if they want to. Um, the best decision, in my opinion, was to focus on the major players that started it all while also ensuring we saw all the newer characters we fall in love with come back for the final fight. 100% agree. This is a goodbye to the original Avengers. No matter, and we talked about Chris Hemsworth signing on, I don't see in the future Robert Downey Jr. coming back. His contract is really expensive right now. I don't see Chris Evans coming back. His, his character, he talks about how his character ended in the perfect place. Um, I don't see a lot of these characters coming back. I mean, I'm, I'm even scared for the Hulk. I don't know if Jeremy, oh shit, not Jeremy, uh, Renner, Mark Ruffalo, I don't know if he would come back. Um, I feel like Chris Hemsworth would. He was just, I feel like he was just starting to know his character um, and, and really loving his character. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah exciting and, and smart of them to focus on the ones that may not return. I think I cried once, though it wasn't really as emotional as I thought it would be. More so, I felt complete, almost like I personally can move on. That's true. It was a weirdly satisfying feeling walking out of the theater knowing that that was what I had been wanting, waiting for all last year and being completely okay with how it concluded over 11 years of movies that have created new worlds and characters that we will never forget. Anybody that didn't like it can suck it. Hardcore. Love your number one fan, Richie TM. Ooh, he trademarked it. I, uh, cool. Uh, I still think Brie... Okay, I won't read the last part, but she's, he still has some qualms about Brie Larson for Captain Marvel, which, totally agreeable, totally understandable. Um, Richie, I was on his podcast, just so you guys know. Uh, don't get him started. Listen to my episode if, you've, if, if you haven't yet. Um, but yeah, so a lot of really fantastic good points. It is kind of one of the reasons why we don't know if we're going to do a season three. I mean, and, and we, we do kind of want to still because this is a fantastic audience. You guys are the best listeners. Stay subscribed. But we spent so much time getting to this point where we are happy and okay with the ending of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, at least this first phase. Um, but I'm getting more excited about the next phase, quite honestly, because there's so much still there. Um, we just talked about the the cliffhanger. I think it's a cliffhanger for for Guardians three. Of course, we're years away from that, but there's just so much more that we can still know and talk about and learn about and read about. Um, and of course, we don't even have to wait that long because Spider Man, the next Spider Man movie, uh, is coming out soon or rather than later. So we may get some resolution. We're going to see Nick Fury again. We're going to see Tom Holland again. Um, but yeah, so I'm right now we're we're in this middle kind of area. We feel like Thanos after he snapped. We feel like you know what? Let's just go to a farm. Let's just try to recover. Let's uh, run our fingers through some of these plants, and then we'll uh, we won't get killed by the Avengers, but we will go back and and we'll try to think of another fun way to continue this. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much for leaving these reviews and interacting with us. We're probably going to ask you guys uh, soon to rank your favorite MCU moments, to rank your M favorite MCU movies. Not Maybe not all of them, just maybe your top five. 
even just your favorite moments from Endgame. So we'll we'll definitely have more of these episodes coming out soon because it's super great and fun to talk to you guys. Um, we'll even answer some of the questions you have. There are some questions that we had in our email and our Instagram that I'm going to try to get John uh, tomorrow to answer. If he's here, I'm going to try to get him to, uh, if he comes into the studio tomorrow, I'm going to try to get him to sit down and answer some of those questions. Um, see if Andrews can answer some of those questions too. But um so excited and thank you guys so much for countdown for listening to countdown counting down with us um we here's here's something that i definitely want you guys to do is review this podcast if you like it it really helps us we're still in the charts right now but um we're we're competing with some really big podcasts and it's really surprising and really fantastic so review it and share it with all of your friends um that'll definitely help us get us pumped for season three for sure listen to our other shows revenge of the sequel and countdown to spring oh my gosh the, the long battle, the battle for Winterfell was insane. So listen to our Game of Thrones po- co- podcast, Countdown to Spring. It's a lot of the same people. I'm on it. Sophia's on it. Lex is on it. John's going to be on it. So it's a lot of the same people. Um, if you want to support our network, and I mean, definitely, if you want to support season three, go to patreon.com slash delphinpod. We lose money on this podcast every time we put a new episode out, to be honest with you. And uh, our Patreon subscribers who have been there the whole time, we give them free episodes, videos, things like that, because they really help us out as we continue on this journey. I'm honestly just talking until we get to 30 minutes. Uh, I'm just kidding. But thank you so much for listening. We might have an episode next week. Who knows? You may not have to wait that long for more. Um, But go watch Avengers Endgame again keep letting us know things that you see we're super excited we're just as big fans as all of you um so thank you so much for listening goodbye forever until next time who says that that's not mine uh trademark that but that's not my trademark goodbye